the drug started with people that had diabetes. The one you taking out? Yes. Okay. And so they used the drug years for years to lose weight because to prevent diabetes, a lot of times you need to lose weight. Right. And so then the company was like, well, wait, bitch. They help people lose weight. Yeah. Even people that don't have diabetes. So let me go to the FDA and get this approved for anybody. And so that's what they did. So now anybody can take it. Well, apparently the fake news or, you know, the news outlets are now saying like, well, this drug, because everybody is using it, it's the new Hollywood craze, da 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 that now, um, now they are taking it away from people that actually need it, that have diabetes. But right. it's not insulin. It's not saving their lives. It's just helping them lose weight as well. You so know, they can what I'm get saying? they fat ass in the gym. Why they can't get they fat <laughs> ass in the gym? So, and then my thing is, so am I not supposed to take? So people come under my post and be like, "Well, there are shortages, and you're going to take this from the people that have diabetes." So I'm not supposed to prevent my fat ass from getting diabetes. <laughs> like that's not what I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not supposed to take the shit because Keisha down the street needed one. She calling me, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth deadline. Was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast where we talk about all things being a CEO because honestly, being a CEO is giving very, very, very much ghetto. But we really are here to break away the shame for entrepreneurship. Let's talk about it. The highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the all the things because, you know, that's what we do. But today you are tuned in to a segment called Monday Meeting where me and my brother Cody, we talk about all things being a CEO, but we also talk about the what's happening in the world, what's happening in our lives. And yeah, we just give a transparent background of what it looks like to be a CEO. So Cody, how's your week going? Hey man, it's ghetto out here. And, and a lot of people don't understand that it's ghetto being a CEO. It's also ghetto just being grown. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we got a song. Uh, can we start a podcast called The Ghetto Adult Ghetto Grown? Like, you know, I, it, it, don't, it, it don't working. rhyme. It, don't it wasn't same, working right? at all. But the point is, being a, an adult and a CEO uh, is ghetto. So what's going on with me? Um, Is this a question for a bankruptcy update? Nobody, yes, please. Thank give you so much for asking me about bankruptcy. Wow. So I had a uh, call this week, mm-hmm. well, last week technically, um, and I met with the uh, judge. Okay. And the uh, trustee of, I guess, the debt. I don't really know how it worked. But long story short, they came, put me on record. I had to like swear in, like on oath, but it's over the phone, so you're not in court. Oh. And they was like, oh, testify to this and this and this. And I just had to like stand on all my business, like, yeah, bitch, I'm broke. Yeah, got me guilty as charged. I ain't got it. it. And they, uh, so you know, I think we good. So realistically, we sixty days away from the finish line. Yeah. Now here's the thing that perplexes me. Mm-hmm. I keep getting offers in the mail for credit cards and new cars, <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, what y'all on, bro? Like, <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time because obviously <laughs> I'm gonna swipe. Thanks. Um, so I, 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 I'm experiencing that it's new. Uh, my wife is having to deal with not being able to have her credit cards. How has this 
transition like affected your marriage? Like, do you like how's your wife handling this? She a rider. Because initially when we were filing, um, she wasn't on anything. Yeah. And then it came down to I had one truck. Remember, I had six trucks. I had one truck mm-hmm. that she co-signed for. Mm-hmm. And because she co-signed the one vehicle mm-hmm. out of six uh, semi-trucks and four Turo cars, mm-hmm. one vehicle brought her onto the bankruptcy. And mm-hmm. we had just paid off all her credit cards. Mm-hmm. So she was at a space where it was like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, you messed up, but we good, you know. Right. And once my lawyer was like, well, hey, we see her name on this document. She got to go on. We had $10,000 of paid off credit cards that was like, mm-hmm. we lost all of them. Yeah. So, um, I think it is making her be more responsible with her spending. Mm. It is making her uh, value the dollar more. Yeah. There was some animosity in the beginning when all of it unfolded. But I think, you know, what, what's the song? All things are working for my good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, all things are working for our good. So, all I think ultimately. working huh? for my good. Come on. Yes. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. All things. Uh. I working for my good. I I don't know what version of the song that is. <laughs> I ain't heard that one on DVD. Oh. Uh, on on things, but yeah. So that that was my week. That were, or the highlight of my week. So yeah. talk to me about you. What you got going on, dog? Man, I'm just going through the motions, man. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm just on a hamster wheel, running it. <laughs> How do we get off it? Um, I feel it. I feel it coming. I so I, I talk about this. I just literally had this conversation with my mastermind. We implemented Monday Money Mondays. Okay, where I, every lunch, uh, every lunch session on Mondays for twelve to one, we just talk about our money. Like we talk about what's happening in business. We talk about how we saving it, how we investing it. Like how are you keeping your money? Because what I realized. Um, a lot of CEOs know how to make the money, but they don't know how to keep the money. So right. we, you know, we talked about that last week and I wanted to have those conversations with my mastermind students. So, um, yeah, we just really have been resetting our foundation. I feel like God has revolutionized our business and reinvented it so many times. And I think we're in a new season of invention. Can I tell your business a little bit? Cause uh-huh. you ain't talk about what I want you to talk about. What? Cause you got something you trying to do. Um, in terms of where you live, and I oh. really want the streets to know. Why you want the streets? Because like I want to get in your business a little bit. So you were at the house the other day, <laughs> yes. and you was on a laptop. And what were you doing? I was looking. I was looking at homes. Okay, so guys, just a precursor here. So Monray has been in Atlanta now. It's twenty twenty three. Six years. Six years. In the time that I known her, she went from a third floor to a, uh, an apartment down to the first floor of an apartment to uh, a high-rise building to a five-bed, four-bath house to back to a high-rise building to a townhouse, and that was going to be the one we was going to buy, to leave the townhouse and go to another high-rise building to get to that high-rise building and understand it ain't the high-rise building you want to be in. So she came back to the other high-rise building we started off in. So she done move at least... Uh, eight times in six years and now she's standing on she finna buy a house and when yes. I said to her when she was searching on the laptop I'm like hey you sure she'll say yeah it's time I want to buy a house so I guess my first question is what makes it time this time a couple of different things um in my prayers, like, you know, I talk to God and God is telling me my man is going to make me a wife real soon <laughs> 
so I just have heard from the Lord that I am going to be a wife sooner than later. So once I become a wife, <laughs> why are you laughing, Cody? I'm not laughing. <laughs> why are you laughing? My chest. <laughs> why is this can't be true? I said what true. Girl, don't be lying to God. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, that's so bo- okay. I'm sorry. I, I was just- you beard has told me. <laughs> that's crazy, babe. Don't bring him in. <laughs> but the uh, so if y'all for y'all who don't know, so Eric works our soundboard for the podcast. <laughs> so I get to look directly at him as she's saying this. Yeah. And it's not given. <laughs> so boom. Well, okay, let's be clear. Okay, okay. We are we ain't got too much longer, man. We oh. gotta make some decisions. Like we've been pissed together. Pissed to get six off years. the pot. Pissed to get off the pot. Like we've been together six years. You know what I mean? So So here's a question. Yes. Did you open this door? Okay, go ahead. Um, so is this a timeline or a deadline? It's not, it's not a deadline. It's a, me and Eric are having conversations. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't pull this out, you know, my butt, mm-hmm. but we are having conversations. So I, I will feel like you will be betraying me or like steering me in the wrong direction. If we are having these conversations today and two years later, we still having conversations, then no. So in the next year, 365 days to 480 days, we should Ooh, be moving in the, right, <laughs> in the right direction. Woo. Okay. So basically marriage is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So why does uh, a marriage equate to a home in your mind? Okay. So. I was saying that, you know, we we want to get married and then I want to have kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, and not only that, just that, right? The immediate thing is, like, we need space. Okay. Like, between me and Eric, we pay almost five to $6,000 in rent. In rent, okay. In rent, right? In two separate places. In two separate places. You got to emphasize that because people think you crazy as hell paying it for one place. Oh, no, no, no. So that's we, two places. Guys. Two places, right? And so, but we also need space. Like, I need an office. I need a studio. I need content creation space. Dang. I got two closets. Like, Eric couldn't even move in this apartment if he wanted to. Right. Like, there's no space for two other humans. You know what I mean? And so, we need a house. Like, and it's not even, I didn't necessarily want to move out of the house that we had. I wanted to try and try high rise. But I have this thing about, like, when bugs come, it's God telling me to leave. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> so, let's see. Like, that. if it's, like, roach, like, if it's stuff that start happening. So, and, and guys, just for interpretation, everybody know when it rains where the bugs come inside okay so it would be like she she was staying steadfast on like well you know bugs come in on a winter and then it'd be july and it'd be a rainy day and we'll see a roach in the basement it's time to go and it's like nigga it was was one roach it was time to go 
But in the same breath, okay, so we had a and house. In the same sense, we left the house because we had to leave the house. Not because we wanted to. Like, we would have had to buy and purchase the home, or we would we couldn't just stay renting. Can I disagree with you for a little bit? Go ahead. Because I remember when you when I asked you, aside from the buying, because you was like, push come to show up. Mm-hmm. If we had to buy the house, we could have bought the house. Yeah. I remember you specifically telling me it was too big, and you didn't like having all that void space. Remember, the house was three floors. Yeah, it was. And you was like, it was too many empty and rooms, I and also, to so I started to change my mindset. One, me and Eric was in a very toxic space at that time. Mm. So we needed to separate. Care to share? Um, <laughs> and now he just flipped me off. That was but, great. um, oh, he said he was going to dump me. He wasn't dumping me. Nigga, look at me. I see you. You like my voice? I turn you on. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's sexy red. Did she say that? Yeah. Oh, what? I got so many. So, Side note, I was at work today. Y'all know I work with white people. Yeah. They were playing ski in the office, and bitch, I could have fell out. Boom. Like, it was one of the best days ever. Boom. Obviously, I was drunk. It was a great day. That is okay, so hilarious. back to you, like my voice, you turned me on the house. So you were leaving a house because you didn't want to buy it. Yeah, like it was a, it was a lot in that in that season. So we didn't want to buy the house, and I also went into so my mindset at that time was that I can fix anything, I can make anything work, mm. right? So like when we bought the house, there was several things that me and Eric did not. Well, when we started to rent, we did not love the home. And so there were things about the house that we was like, well, we got to redo this. We got to redo that. The backyard ain't all the way right. I can't put a pool back there. Like, we'll never be able to go just hang out in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there was a bar in what you told me when you first bought the house. What? Do you remember what you told me? No. So the house is fucking huge. Yeah. And your exact words was, I can always um, alter space. But I can't get more space. Because I was like, you know what you, why you buy it? Or why y'all don't look into a rent to buy program? He was like, because it is so spacious. Like, we can do so much with the space. But then I realized how much that shit costs. (laughs) Like, I didn't have no idea how much it would be to put in new floor throughout the whole house. Mm -hmm. Or repaint throughout the whole house. Or like, like in my mind, that sound good. But like, we, I I wasn't trying to put that much money into this home. And if you were to uh, guesstimate right now... If you it, to get that house how you wanted it, what number? I think we would have had to spend like one fifty two hundred. Ah, it's a whole house! Oh my god, they shoot! Oh my god, a hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars for some flows, some paint, the pool. But like, there was more stuff that we didn't like. Like, we didn't like the countertops. I didn't like the um in the in the um. In the bathroom, the master bathroom, in the uh, the shower. I didn't like the floor and in the shower. I really wanted to t- just change it all up. I wanted a, a soaking tub versus the other tub. So a comfortable in. buck 50 is where you are. Huh? So to fix it, you you like y- yeah, at least like to 50. be where we want it, 150, So let me ask you, so what are your, because uh, now we're looking for a house, what mm-hmm. are your like unnegotiables? Like my house has to have blank. Um, so definitely open concept. What does With that mean? The, um, open concept meaning like the kitchen and the living room, you can c- be together. You know what I'm saying? Like we have company and we're ki- cooking. Like people can be in the living room. Y'all can talk. Okay. This is considered an open concept. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so an open concept, I definitely want a spacious backyard so we could build a pool. Like I really want, like I see the boys coming over and being able to get in the pool, us having. So the house doesn't have 
have to have the pool when no, you get there. No, but we're I'm willing to invest in the pool. Okay. Eventually, right? Okay. Um and I want to be able to go outside. Like I what want does that to mean? meaning I want to be able to sit in my backyard. Okay. And have a fire pit and like just chill. Like I want my backyard to feel like a vacation. Now you're not an outsidey ass person. Though. But when my backyard feels like a vacation, I can be. And elaborate. What does that mean? Do you want a cabana in the backyard? Do you cabana, want a, TV, a bar want, back yes, there? Like you don't drink, so don't play with me. But for y'all, like I want to enter. Okay, so this may be better. I okay. want to have a backyard where I can entertain it. That's fair. Yeah, because we like getting together. And I honestly, as much as an introvert, I like to entertain. I like when y'all come over. I like when y'all, you know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to That's why you over. invited us over last night? I did not invite you. She, so let me tell y'all. So this is my sister, bro. I've been complaining about her weak-ass spaghetti for probably like a month now. Because we've been doing like get-togethers and stuff. And I'm like, damn, what a spaghetti. And every time I'm trying to eat spaghetti, she not in town. Mm-hmm. And randomly, air quotes, if y'all can see me, randomly... On a Monday, when she finally get back in town, she just happened to be making spaghetti pork chops. But I didn't tell you. For me. Okay. Yeah, bro. It was for you. Because you kept FaceTiming me. And I kept asking what you want. And you was like, I'm just I really wanted to just talk to you. I missed you. But why would you put so much emphasis? I'm just cooking. I was like, what you cooking? Nothing. You, hey, you know what's funny? You know, on <laughs> Friday when uh, Craig asked his mom, like, what you cooking? Mm-hmm. And she was like, pork chops, bacon, eggs, grits. What? And like, yeah, mama, hook it. Like, that's what you did to me. That's crazy. Like, I'm doing spaghetti. But that's not why you came over here. But we ain't got to talk about that. We, if you want to. Actually, okay. we can't. All right. I refuse. I refuse. I yeah, because you're not going to give your honest opinion. But anyways, so. What are you saying to me right cause now? Because you lie. I was lie. born in June, not July. So don't No, but you me. lie. And, you know, sometimes I just, I miss you being my brother. I'm a realist. Like right now, like you're my brother, but you're also a husband and a dad. Like I well, miss the days. In the words of Al G, I'm a father before anything. Well, and right. a husband before you're my brother. So well, I, I don't think that's days. fair. No, it's yeah to me, it's not fair. What? What? Wait. We didn't even have a selection choice. Like we didn't even know that this was about to happen. It just what was is like, happening right now? Because I feel attacked. What are you accusing <laughs> me of? I'm just saying that I miss. Like it's just some things that I used to could do, talk about. You know, you with can my talk about anything with me. What I like when you talk to me mm-hmm. is a heads up, and I feel like that's where we kind of get deterred because it used to be. Hey, Cody, this is my thought. Give me your opinion. And whether you take the opinion or you don't like the opinion, you tell me, okay, this is my plan of action, and we on the same page. Now what I feel has happened is mm-hmm. this is my thought. What do you think? Radio silence. And then I look up, and you've done it. And it's like, well, nigga, we didn't get to a – you didn't – because, again, I don't never have a final say-so on what you do. I always have had an understanding of what you do, and I feel like we lack understanding now. Yeah, you do lack understanding. I lack understanding. Yeah, absolutely. You talking about when you invited me to that thing and you wanted me to be one way and they know what it was, and then no, because you you've gotten older, guys. Let's go back. Let me let me let me because <laughs> she now she mad at um so 
this is the thing that Monray does, right? Mm-hmm. She lives a spontaneous life. Now, she's the most boring person you ever meet in your life. If y'all think y'all finna be around her and be entertained and it's gonna be up, this nigga will sit on the couch and watch Grey's Anatomy the whole weekend, and the only time she get up is to take a shower. She'll Uber Eats, every, like, she'll just sit there. Like, that. that's her life. That's the highlight of her weekend, right? That sounds fun. That is the worst day of my life. But then what ultimately ends up happening is because she lives or works a, a, a sporadic lifestyle, she forces that on other people. Example, Friday, we had an interview at noon. And I was coming over and we was going to do the interview and I was really looking forward to it. And then the interview got canceled. And I'm like, oh, okay, bet. But then she put it on the calendar for 4 o'clock. The boys started doing soccer at 4 on Friday. So I'm like, oh, well, we can't do the interview. I got to go to soccer practice. She was like, oh, that's cool. An hour in advance. Hey, you want to go to this podcast event? That's not true. What'd you say? It wasn't I got an the hour in I got advance. the text. It wasn't an hour in advance. I, it was the same day. Bro, you. It t- was the same day. It was It was not. Keep talking. Was, I'm, I'm scrolling through our text. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. No, I'm saying I asked you the, that night before if you wanted to go. That's how, why you. I didn't tell you an hour before. That wasn't an hour before? No, it was the night before. Now, if you're right, I'm going to tell you I'm right. But I feel like you text me, so let me go back. And no, we talked on the phone. Mm, I'm pretty sure the text message. Okay, anyways. Yeah, okay. On. So anyway, either, either the night before or the hour before, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was told that we were going to an event. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, And then, hold on, hold on. I think I found a text. Um, bro, we just text too much. I know, and it's pissing me off because I want to be right so bad. Oh, okay, I found it. You are correct. I know. At eleven o'clock at night, you text me and said, um, "Interview tomorrow at four o'clock." Instead, I said the boys got soccer. I can't make it. You said, "Okay." Do you want to go to this podcast event with me? Now, I want y'all to understand, she was texting Unc at 11 p.m., okay? <laughs> and Unc said when, and she said 12, and I said where, and she said by my house. I got invited. I said, yeah, I can pull up on you. She said, okay, come to the house. So at 11 o'clock at night, on Thursday night, we made plans for noon on Friday. Okay. Now, the only thing she said in the text message was, it's a podcast event. David invited me. Pull up. That's what the text says, okay? Mm-hmm. So I pull up, and uh, I drive to the event, which is like literally, honestly, we could have walked. If we would have knew how close yes, it was, we, we probably would have walked. But it's, you were late 40 minutes. Let's talk about I was very late. Flag one on Cody. Okay. I, can, I can take mine, mm-hmm. all right? You should. So we pull up to the event, and the, um, I don't want to, the, the person there um was like hey y'all can't park here at mm-hmm. the at the airbnb mm-hmm. y'all gotta go down the road mm-hmm. so now i'm like well sis i ain't gonna make you walk you get out you go ahead go in yeah. and she was telling me well you can drive to the target up the street yeah and a uber back and i'm like well that's crazy because we only four minutes away from your house right. so i i called my wife nicole and i'm like hey babe i'm gonna come back and get you drop me off and then you can come pick us up yeah this whole thing probably takes uh 10 to 15 minutes Maybe. i mean if that. So when I come back inside, I see uh, cameras. Mm-hmm. I see a person holding a microphone, giving a speech. And I'm like, damn, this is a thing, right? Um, and then I was aware the person on the mic actually said the words, I'm so glad I was invited to this mastermind. 
Now, guys, learning is okay because my understanding of a mastermind at that time was it's something that you pay for and um, you pay for it. Basically, you're paying to get game. And Monray explained to me a mastermind can be a multitude of things like. A mastermind essentially is people. It could be two or more people have gathered. It's almost like a prayer. Just, you know, like about it's the, when they say uh, you have church as long as two or more people gather. That's right, right, what right. a mastermind is. You can as long as two or more people gather um, around a common goal to get common solutions. OK, so learn that after the fact so anyway i'm in here and the first thought in my mind is like i'm, I'm broke y'all heard me i don't know if y'all was listening tonight i'm broke right so i'm knowing i didn't pay to play because i felt like a mastermind is you paying to play then i look around the room and there are really like popping ass people in the room i won't name drop but it's niggas with like real influence. It's niggas with podcasts who are like podcasting their ass. It's a room that you would have loved to be in if you were me. Okay. I just want to be honest. You wish you were there, but you weren't. Right. This is the room. So in my mind, I'm like, A, I'm broke. B, I look poo. Now, Murray won't talk about this. Cody got two outfits. Okay. They're both black. One of them got white in it. One of them got gray in it. If you look on my Instagram, you're going to see me in that outfit. I'm going to delete that outfit, post it back in six months. That's what Cody right. I go nowhere. I go to work. I go home. If I don't have a uniform to be there, I shouldn't be there because I don't buy clothes. Y'all niggas know I got three kids. I don't spend my money on other clothes, right? So I get there and like, you see, like, first of all, what, what kind of shoes you had on? I had some Balenciaga. Huh? Balenciaga runners. Oh, you had on some Balenciaga. Guys, I can't even spell Balenciaga. Y'all seen that? You remember that video? No. Nigga with Missy with the fake Balenciagas? No. Bro. Okay, Eric remember. But you had on your Yeezys. The, and that was me putting that shit on. <laughs> but Cody, we need to talk about how you as a grown ass man do not buy clothes for yourself. Where do I go to need it clothes? It don't matter. You should just want to do something. So... Let's talk about, and we can finish telling this story, but I want you to, like, what do you do for Cody? (laughs) I gamble. And if I hit, it's up. But then you you hit, and then you never invest in Cody. Exactly. That's sad. That's called having, like, I That's not, no, 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 let me tell you something. Go ahead. I don't care (laughs) how many bills I got. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much money I got. Yeah. I'ma eat. But I eat. No, 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 You gonna eat scraps. I'ma eat whatever the fuck I wanna <laughs> eat. Like crap. there are some things that just That's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. I don't care. Contrary to popular belief. I don't contrary to popular <laughs> belief. I don't care that there's a eviction notice on the table. What you doing? My fifty dollar Uber Eats is on the way. Uh, every time, every like I'm just saying, there's you know what I appreciate though, because I you standing on that shit. Because there's been times <laughs> where we'll have a call about like the business finances not being where they want to be, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you frustrated, you really gonna like order some shit. Yeah. So I you don't, you ain't noticed a pattern. I always make my way over when you mad because at that wild. point you be on fuck it. Like That's the wild. other day we was at the taco truck. She was like, we was just talking. So now I'm on a limit. They done got on my ass about how much I can spend. And then I was like, you know, I'm messy. So I'm like, girl, you know the taco truck downstairs. And she was like, oh, they got Berean tacos. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, come on. So we go down there and I ain't saying that. I was prepared to spend my little $20, but I wasn't going to say that. So she ordered her shit. Eric ordered his shit. Then she pointed at me like I was like 
the help and whatever he want. And I'm like, nigga, I bet. <laughs> so, like, you know, I ain't just do the burrito taco. I had to get the rice and the beans. Like, nigga, I that's did funny. it. But that's one thing I know about you. Like, you don't give a fuck. You gonna, what you saying is true. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy that. Like, I'm not... I'm not switch. I like. I'm not going back to ramen. Like I'm not. Like I'm gonna find me some to eat, and not even in the sense. I know that sounds very hefty of me, but like, <laughs> wait, nope. That sound what? Like you know what I'm saying? It sounds like oh, I mean, of course you are. You uh, know, what I saying? need that H word. Hefty, bro. So, <laughs> what's the di- okay? Stop. What? Fuck. You caught me off guard. Hefty. Yeah. That's define a hefty person. I'm just <laughs> what makes something let's hefty. Let's move forward. I'm okay. just saying. I know, like somebody in their mind. Cause let me say. Oh, let me. I know. Let me segue right okay, quick. Okay, okay. Cause I am very transparent about my like journey of losing weight. Like I'm baby. I'm forty pounds down. Baby, I'm finna come Pressure. take all your motherfucking niggas. Okay. Your now, your man sitting right there. He gonna allow me to take them oh, and give okay. them back. Okay. Now, um, he said yes as long as they paying. So wait up. I'm just okay, just okay, joking, okay, okay. just joking. Um, unless no, just one. Get uh, the fuck <laughs> off my phone. <laughs> so I have been very transparent. So my journey, I've been using. Um, you got something you want to share? Now with you, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I've been using um Ozempic, which is a weight loss. Um, it allows you to, you know, lose weight. Is it a pill or what is it? It's a shot or whatever. And so I talk about it on my my store my um my page. So you go on my page, you'll see it, right? But ever since I started this journey, bro, the haters, like I, I ain't even gonna call them haters. I guess it's like the Instagram spectators come out the woodworks. What they be saying, child? They just be like well, you could not take a shortcut and you should just get your fat ass in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, I just feel like, can I please, hey, I need a snippet of this first thing Monday morning. I'm, I'm sorry. like, is that really how you feel? Like, what did I do to you? Like, how we get here? Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or they're like, well, you know, you could. You're taking this shot from all the diabetic people. That's why it's a shortage. They need their, like, it's my fault that the companies are not producing enough shit. Like, so I ain't supposed to prevent myself. But you're myself. not taking insulin. No, it's not insulin. But it's, the, but the thing is, the people that have that. So the drug started with people that had diabetes. The one you taking out? Yes. Okay. And so they used the drug years for years to lose weight because to prevent diabetes, a lot of times you need to lose weight. Right. And so then the company was like, well, wait, bitch. They help people lose weight. Yeah. Even people that don't have diabetes. So let me go to the FDA and get this approved for anybody. And so that's what they did. So now anybody can take it. Well, apparently the fake news or, you know, the news outlets are now saying like, well, this drug, because everybody is using it, it's the new Hollywood craze, da 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 that now, um, now they are taking it away from people that actually need it, that have diabetes. But it's not insulin. It's not saving their lives. It's just helping them lose weight as well. You so know what I'm saying? So they can get their fat ass in the gym. 
Why they can't get things <laughs> So and then my thing is So am I not supposed to take So people come on, under my post And be like well there are shortages And you're going to take this from the people That have diabetes So I'm not supposed to prevent my fat ass from getting diabetes <laughs> Like that's not what I'm supposed to do You know what I'm saying Like I'm not supposed to take the shit Because Keisha down the street needed one Well you always on Keisha ass like, we, Ke- Guys we want y'all to know We don't know a goddamn no, thing I like, don't literally we don't know do you know Keisha no we literally don't know Keisha but we always on Keisha ass I'm just saying team. like that's but nobody's blaming the companies right. nobody's blaming those Zimpic or Wagovi the actual companies of are they producing enough right. no that if because that's marketing demand supply and demand if mm-hmm. I overly produce that means my demand goes down right because so, can get it because everybody can get it so I as a company to stay relevant and stay needed, I need to make sure my supply stays at a level where people still need it. Can we segue real quick? Yeah, go ahead. How can we apply that to small business? Like, mm-hmm. are, are we saying that there should always be a inventory count on items we sell? Or how can I, as a small business owner, benefit from the information you just gave? I mean, you should stay, I would say as a small business, you should stay needed. Right. Okay. So even if it's a service based uh business, you shouldn't always be open. Mm, tell me more. Like uh McDonald's closed at some point, Walmart right. closed at some point. Right. Like regardless if you have what people need, you need to close so people can miss you. So, so close so, your books. So if I'm a ser- let's say I do hair. Mm-hmm. I should not do hair obviously from uh twelve A to twelve P or twelve P to twelve A. I'm open 10 to 6, and if I can't get you by 10 to 6, then see it's your hair and I get in deep. So I would do it the other way when yeah. it's time to book, right? Like, so a lot of hairstylists just leave their books open, mm-hmm. right? Your barber, he just leave his books open, right? Yeah. But if he told you on the 5th of the month that you had to go book your appointment for the next month, and every 5th of the month you had to book your appointment and you had to pay your deposit, mm. you would make sure that you was ready. Absolutely. You would make sure, like, because I'm not – Gonna miss my appointment next month. Thirty sixty. I can't look crazy for sixty days. Right. You know what I'm saying. So you gonna make sure. But the demand is there. You don't have just open appointments. You don't. You look desirable because mm-hmm. people want what people feel like everybody else got. So how does that work with like new clients? So like if if I if my barber does say okay on the fifth you got to book your appointment. Mm-hmm. How does he get new clients? Or is that even needed? Depends, right? Okay. So if his reoccurring clients is booking out his his books, then no, he don't need it. But if they're not, then he can have what you call like walk-in appointments or he can have just appointments available. So there are there may be some appointments, but it's just not a free-for-all. Like okay. I could I could go because for example, if you go on um if you go on somebody's booking site and you literally see them always available, it's like they must be poo. Okay, fair. So is that like a definitive, like, so is that like an unspoken rule? Like, I don't get my hair done by anybody whose book's open full time. I mean, yeah, because I don't want to, I don't want nobody that everybody else don't want. Because it just makes them easy, like, accessible. Right. Okay, no, fair. That makes sense. All right, so going back to our, um, I actually think I lost our original topic because you was out here booming. So we went from accessibility, supply, and demand Oh, we was on the Instagram page and you was posting the shots and people getting. Oh yeah, yeah. So they was like going crazy about, you know, they was going crazy about the shots and mm-hmm. all of that. You know. So, anyways, my point was, 
I just feel like at this point, this is like the first time on the internet that I had like hate speech or like. Do you got ops? Now I feel like I got ops. <laughs> I like you I didn't ops. do it. I didn't really do anything but right. try to lose weight. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just trying to get fine on these hoes. But you know, hey. Got you. Okay. So that was your week. Oh damn. That's where we started, by the way. Guys, I want you to understand we still in the intro. <laughs> nah, this can't be the intro. Like we still in the intro. We, My we, Hibachi vegetables just got here. Fuck them up, sis. Um, I am also on a fast. I ain't talking about that. Okay, tell me more. I'm on a fast. Um, we're, my church is doing a 10-day fast. We're doing three days for three weeks. And then on the, sun, the last Sunday where we are drinking water until 4 o'clock and then fruits and vegetables um, afterwards, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so those three weeks. Okay, so from a – and you can go as deep as this as you want. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of a fast? So the purpose of a fast, in my perspective, is for me to um, uncloud my mind of the things that's clouding my mind to be able to generate more uh, connecting more with God. Okay. And basically, is it the lack of makes you focus more on God? Like the lack of what you would normally eat makes you focus? I think it's more so of the intentionality okay because one thing that like the pastor said is like this fast you know I, we could have did a straight 21 day fast we could have did you know whatever but god wanted us to be strategic okay. because we have to develop strategy for this next season mm. and so that's why it's like three days three weeks last day on the sunday you know what i'm saying like we could have just did a straight daniel fast for the 21 days like right. everybody else or we could have did 10 days straight but it was like God wanted us to have strategy. Got you. Okay. And um, are you, I guess, praying for anything specific during this time? Hmm. Or is there vision? You know, you- one thing that I, and I'm going to ask you this question. What okay. do you feel like you're asking or praying to God for? Um, I'm going to go first and then you tell me your answer. Sure. So one thing I had to... I had to just like think through this, right? Because I was like, I don't feel like my my prayer for a long time was like, God, I need vision. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know where I'm going. I need clarity. I need clarity. I need clarity. Now I feel like I'm crystal clear. Right. Right. I feel like I need the autonomy, the space, and the patience to develop this immaculate, immaculate vision that God has given me. Mm-hmm. So I'm praying for patience. And I'm praying for hope, like continuing to keep my hope alive while um, while going through this transitional season. I remember in August, something and nothing traumatic, nothing crazy happened in August. Right. But the whole month, I just like I like August first, I woke up and like the tide is turning. Like I feel like there is a change. So okay, so I think um, what are you praying for? Growing up broke is a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything up to this point, and I can honestly say by 26 or 27 years old, I accomplished everything I set out to accomplish. I didn't mm-hmm. have big goals. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in a house with a two-bedroom house, two and two, three-bed, one-bathroom house mm-hmm. with eight or nine people, you want simple things, right? Like mm-hmm. having my own house. 
my kids having their own rooms, mm -hmm. driving a night. Like, I wanted very simple things. Mm -hmm. So everything, t at this point, to be honest with you, uh, isn't about me. It's about my kids. What what mm -hmm. Now it's like, hey, what do y'all want? What do y'all want to do? Mm -hmm. At this age, they don't have an answer to that. Right. right. Um, but so my prayer used to be for really, I guess, a middle, uh, what's the word? Um middle American lifestyle. Like mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I, re, I didn't really seek a lot. Um, but obviously I so saw everything I pursued post me achieving my goals was for other people. Hence how I got to the trucking company, how right. I got to all of the things I was doing. And you guys know how that turned out. But I, I, I think at this point, my prayer is really like, what does God want me to do? Mm. And then understanding what he wants me to do. And it's like, God, how can you enhance or elevate the desires that you have for me. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm getting to a point to where it's like, I don't want it if God don't want it. And that's a hard place to get to for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Cause we have our own desires. We got things. We want the Bugatti. We yeah. want the Lamborghini. We want millions of dollars, but it's like, what does God want for me? And mm -hmm. once I think you, you become dangerous once your wants and desires turn into what God wants for you, because Absolutely. anything he wants for you, he going to give you. Yeah. You just have to be in agreement to it and work for it. Absolutely. Um, so I think right now in, in this period, my prayers are, are really in line into like, Hey, why understanding my purpose? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? And then once you understand your purpose, you understand how to execute or walk in that purpose. Mm. So I think my question for you is, because you said your vision is crystal clear and you know, mm. what happened or how did you know this is my purpose? Like, how did you get to a point where you feel like I'm, I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing it? So I feel like I found my purpose at a young age. Like, I feel like I knew in 19 mm -hmm. that I was supposed to some way somehow utilize business to get people closer to god okay like i knew like and a lot of people don't feel like maybe what i do is ministry but like i feel like this is my ministry i feel like i have a way to get people closer to god that may not walk into the church that may right. not you know what i'm saying pick up a bible but we are able to have you know, this university, a Christian university that is able to have open conversations about like, yes, this is hard, but also the reason why we get through is because we follow God. Right. And so you picked this up at 19. Yes. Did you at any point on this journey have a different um, ideology for how it would play out or like? Because um, obviously you didn't start with a university. So like, right. what was your role? So the, the method changes, not the purpose. Okay. So the way, and I feel like that's, that happens throughout. And what I realize is that that's okay, right? The method that I get people closer to Christ or the outlet, the medium changes, right? Mm -hmm. At first it was me directly working with businesses and being able to, you know, help them get more money and generate more sales by me doing the work. And then it went into us educating and then me speaking more. And then now we have a podcast. So now, you know, there are people literally all all over the world shout out to our africa uh listeners okay they be tuned in our, our girls our international girls and guys that listen to the podcast but like all over the world people are listening to the sound of our voice and one they're encouraged to keep going but hopefully they are able to also continue to develop their relationship with god because that's my cheat code right. like 
all of this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I get through it, but the only reason I get through it is because I know that I'm directly tied to what my purpose is. Mm. And so basically that calling or that purpose is what keeps you in it. Yes. Right. But it also keeps you motivated to keep going. Yes. Because there are a lot of people I feel like in business who are like, okay, well I'm they're in it because they money in it. Like, mm-hmm. well, I just spend X amount of dollars, so I'm here. Right. But that doesn't. That's not their driving factor, mm-hmm. right? So, what do you say to the person that's like, all right, my Ray, yeah, sis, I hear everything you're saying. Yeah, uh huh, God, uh huh, amen. Um, I'm broke. I'm trying to do this. I'm not getting the results that I need. But I feel like God told me to do this. What do you say to that entrepreneur? Well, one thing I always lead with, because, okay, so we talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. Because you said, what is God lead, leading me to earlier, right? right? And you said, because I feel like God led me to the trucking company. It I feel is. like God led me to my marriage. I led, I feel like God led me, you know, whatever, right? Right. And I said, just because he leads you there don't mean it's supposed to work. He mm. leads you to lessons. And mm. so maybe there was a lesson that you were supposed to get in that trucking situation that he couldn't he couldn't show you anywhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't like God shows us things through our experiences. And so a lot of times people feel like because it's not crystal clear, it's not crystal, it's working seamlessly that God isn't in it. Right. But one thing that I always know is that sometimes I'm walking, me and God walking side by side. Sometimes I'm running a little bit faster, but sometimes he picked me up and he carried me. But God is always with me. Right. Regardless of what's happening, if it's look good, if it don't look good, but he's always here. So I would say to that person that we, one, fast, pray, get a divine connection to be able to really hear from God. Right. And hear what he tells you to do for your next step. Because what I have decided is that I can't I cannot take a step in my business without talking to God. And sometimes it's easier for us to just decide on our own or call Cody or call Eric or, you know, what I'm saying and ask them their opinions. But I have to call God and let him lead me. Got you. Okay, and I think that's super insightful. Um, So for those of you who are in business and saying, damn, I needed something like that, well, you just got it. Like, look, you you ain't even listened to the podcast for that. And God was just like, click, there you go, boop, there you go. But I got a question Mm -hmm. because the NFL started this weekend. Okay. Like, it's week one, bro. Like, who your team, who you rooting for? Like, stand on it because we can't can't delete the episode. Me? So, yeah, you. Like, who you rooting for? Who you going for? Like, is it, it, I mean, is it the Tennessee Titans because you're from Tennessee? You know a lot of people from uh, Mississippi mess with New Orleans Saints. Mm. You live in Atlanta. Is it the, who you riding with in 2023? Stand on it. Babe, who we going for? That's so bold. I know you're going for the 49ers, but that is always the 49ers. Like, do you feel like they're going to win the championship? How do we get here? Okay. We're going for the 49ers. That's. 49ers for <laughs> so 500, Alex. Did you watch any games this weekend? Absolutely not. Why? Um, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, this is a good point. So, what? You'll watch reruns mm-hmm. of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. You know the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to die. You know who getting kicked off the show. You know who cheated on who. You get the same experience every time you watch it. Yes or no? 
Well, I've never watched reruns of Grey's Anatomy. So you don't watch reruns? No. Ha- did, have you ever finished the show? Yeah. And you ain't went back on ha- Do you watch reruns of anything? Possibly. Probably comedies, right? Uh, Scandal. Wait, you watched Scandal multiple times? I have. I should watch it again. It's about time. What is happening here? What do you want from me? I want to understand. <laughs> you said you don't have interested interest in. I'm not interested in football. So like, basketball? I, or? No, like I'm only interested when it's like stuff going on. So I like the playoffs. I like when people finna win. I gotta create a story in my head about what's happening. Please tell me the story. And so, <laughs> wait, no, we're not going. I'm not letting you skip. Story in your head. There's two teams playing. Yeah. Where do you go? I'm like, ooh, Steph Curry gonna beat his ass, and Aisha gonna <laughs> throw that ass back tonight. Like that, and I'm like, come on, Steph, come on, Steph, you gotta get Aisha to throw that ass back. Like that's my <laughs> what. Nigga, what? You know how Cody said, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga. This is my nephew. But those are like these are the stories that I created in my head. Have like, you done that your whole life? Probably. Like, I ain't gonna lie. When I used to have like, um, this is just probably being stupid. Like, you ever shot like paper in a trash can? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, if you miss this, you gay. And like I, I put so much pressure on yes. myself and be so disappointed if I miss. Yeah, like But that. you do this with other people. Yeah. And got a whole storyline. But I out. also cannot I just don't think it's even legal for me to like watch sports. The Tell reason okay, let me explain. Because I get very emotionally connected to things. Okay. TV, like you saw me watch Snowfall. You saw me You were about to cry. I was about to beat his, like Who I wanted his? to so go. His name? Um, the white Tom, dude. Tom, what's his name? This white dude. The cop. Yeah, that stole nigga four point four million dollars from my nigga. It was more than four point four, wasn't it? it? It was like what? Seven. Oh, seventy two. Yeah, it was like seventy million dollars. Okay, so it was a lot of money, and yeah. I just watching that, I just couldn't breathe. Do you remember what you did when you? I turned it off. And then you looked at us like we did. Like, she looked at the people in the room like we were thieves. She was second-guessing everybody sitting there. Yeah, like, I, I felt like the money was stolen from me. Like, I felt like how I would feel. And you wanted action. Like, you yeah. literally looked at us like, what we gonna do about it? Yes. <laughs> we like, bitches on TV. Like, Bruh, like, when Jerome died on Snowfall. you. So I didn't know you finished. You finished? Yes, I did finish. And I, I really hate that I finished because it pissed me off like i was like that was stupid but wow i think it was a perfect ending it was it was i as a producer writer this was perfect but me as a person that i didn't want that to happen give me your ideal ending my ideal ending was that nigga would have got his money his mama would have never did that why she do that i don't know <laughs> like that's what pissed me off like and i just knew she was gonna do some fuck shit that's why she should have stayed at the house i wish i could have watched that episode with you i i would have but like let me tell you what happened when jerome died okay so jerome gets shot he's Bye. dying on the floor bleeding out john comes in okay john john yes okay. john eric's son 17 year old big ass nigga comes in playing and shit and i'm like john i really don't want to play 
Nah, man, I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to get one of your donuts, man. I don't want to play with you right now, John. Please get out of my room. <laughs> like, I asked him so many times to get out of my room, and he would not get out the room. Like, he just kind of tried to keep touching my food because I had just bought him some uh, McDonald's. So he was like, I'm trying to see my burger in your bed. Get out my room. Like, I literally yelled at him. Like, I was like, John, I don't want to see you right now. And I, But I was so mad. And I told Eric, Cause I was like, man, John came in here messing with me. He was like, but she ain't had to yell at him. Yes, I did. Cause he was in here messing with me. He was like, you should probably apologize. So I apologize. But I just was like, man, I be feeling it. So my point to say this is that's why I probably can't get into sports because that's uncontrollable. Like there's, I know that the, the story is already written for TV shows and stuff, right? But sports, you could just be playing like a fuck nigga. And so if I see you out in the streets, I got something to say. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, even, they don't need, nobody needs to smoke. So I had questions. Yeah. Um, Can I have my hibachi vegetables? So you tune in. I would like to eat. Towards the end. Yes, like when it's yeah. out. So how do you control your emotions? Are you not? Like I a- do get somewhat emotional, but it's not as bad because I haven't followed the whole season. Like I'm, I wasn't emotionally invested for the whole season. Can you follow the 49ers this year for me? No, please. I need to see your experiences of being of actual fact, or like, and then you got the Memphis Grizzly coming up. Like you're not following. Either of them are kind of like what? What's the plan there? Because you from Memphis? Yeah, I like the now. I do like the Grizzlies. I like the Grizzlies better when I watch it with my family because they be hype and like they be on the floor, like they be like ready. So I definitely want to go to some Grizzlies games. You gonna take me? Sure. You want to go to the city? Me, me gonna be there. You, we can take my girl. She know she gonna want to go to the casino. You know I like losing money. Yep. This she do, sport. she do too. Can y'all give me like a date so we can plan? Everybody, can we tell our coworkers when we're gonna be in Memphis? Like, we need to pick a date. Yeah, and all our coworkers can come, and we are gonna go to the Grizzlies game. Unless y'all don't want to go to Memphis, then we don't fuck with y'all. But if y'all do want to go, yeah, we, can we go, more than welcome. We gonna take, we gonna do a Grizzlies game. That's gonna be fine. Pick a month, October, November. Nigga, don't we gotta see the schedule? But you know, they I want to go to a Grizzlies game when they play uh, the Lakers. No. Oh. They're gonna be expensive. Um, I want to go to the Grizzlies game when they play Golden State. We don't care about that. But it be it's, it be beef. Like it is it's smoke in the stadium. Like we playing whoop that tree. Yeah. Whoop that tree. Get them. Whoop that tree. Get them. Do you know Memphis songs? Yes. Slop on my knob. Yeah. Corn on the cob. Yeah. Check and with me. Yeah. And do your job. Yeah. Lay on the bed. Huh? And give me head. Ah. Don't have to ask. Nope. Don't have to be. Guys, I want the record to reflect. Juicy is my name. What? Sex is my game. Huh? <laughs> I want the record to reflect. This is the first time Victor. Yeah. Of Murray, do you know that list? Sure, Maybe I just sure. got to take you to Memphis every time. But I know Memphis songs. Like, the reason why I don't know a lot of songs is because... Glorilla! Is that what you needed? Did that sound like her? No. I felt like I was... But the reason why I don't know... I just listen to wretched shit. Like, all the time? Yeah, like... It's either... So, if you live in my car, it's Donna Lawrence. Who's, who the hell is Donna Lawrence? It's Gospel. Oh, Amen. Or 
Gucci Mane. Like, it's like ratchet I or... I think there should be a healthy meat. <laughs> How you go from Jesus to Gucci Maybe Mane? Janae Aiko. Aiko? Aiko. <laughs> you talking about T.I. clothed them ran a coup? No, Aiko. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm a... I'm yeah, so most of the time I'm listening... But most of the time I'm listening to gospel. So Me too. I've been on that Dunn and McClurkin lately. Okay. You don't mess with Dunn. I don't like how you said You don't mess with Dunn. What's your favorite Dunn and McClurkin song before we go? Mm, speak to my heart. How I go? I can't sing. I don't want to be embarrassed. No, give us a little... I'm going to say the words. It's like, okay. speak to my heart, Holy Spirit... We can't up. hear you. Bro, you know I can't like stop doing me but like that. It's like your snap's louder than your voice. That was intentional. I'm the worst singer I know. Oh. Can you admit what's what's thing one thing you terrible at? Like you gotta be like, I'm bad at this. And not reciting lyrics is not it. Um exercising. <laughs> I'm really bad. No, I'm not bad at it. I just don't want to do it. Lazy. <sighs> I'm not I'm I'm not bad at it. I just I oh so the thing, and we can maybe we should talk about this next episode. Okay. A lot of people tell you as you're like trying to lose weight, and people feel like I'm taking this shortcut with this Olympic shot. But I have a real trauma with the gym. Like I have, I don't like being bad at stuff. Okay. And for years, I couldn't. I was so mad that I would go to the gym and I couldn't breathe. Like I would do the stuff that they would do, and in my mind, like. They tell you to do eight or whatever. I really want my mind like, no, nah, nigga, I could do eight. But my body like, no, we can't. <laughs> we finna die. Nigga. So then you go to the gym. Like, I, I tell people all the time, like, bro, I low-key been on the diet since I was eight years old. Like, oh I've God. always been. Please don't sleep on this bone, people. Say that again. So I've been on a low-key diet since I was eight. Like, this is real tra- trauma. Ooh. Like, it's not... It's not that people will put me on, but like my maybe when I started working, I had an auntie that she was like, you know, we doing Weight Watchers, like let's do it. Like I always been a little chunky, so I have no problem with it. Like that's not, you know, that's not a thing for me. Um, now I look back and I be like, I be looking at Eric like, y'all really was letting me walk around look like that. <laughs> that's crazy. So when I get real slim, fine, and get you know, yeah. Y'all ain't gonna have to tell me nothing. But I've always we been. We gonna be outside. Bro, when I say so outside. Like, you old, though. Like, you still go to bed at night. Nah, I ain't gonna so. be outside. I ain't gonna even play with y'all. Okay. I, ain't, I don't think nothing gonna change. I'm just gonna have less clothes on. It's gonna be a thought. Yep. Because them thoughts gonna be wearing clothes. But I'm definitely not gonna have no clothes on. Well, I appreciate that. Okay. Um, or you can put clothes on. It's up to you. Mm-mm. Me showing. So can we like leave the people with yes. something like okay. if you what's your gym of the night like what what you want them to hear on Monday? On Monday, I want y'all to hear. I guess we've talked about a lot today. Yeah. Um. I guess I just want y'all to know that you guys are listening to this podcast. If you made it to this point, you a real nigga, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, but. You're listening to this podcast um, because you are on a journey. And I want you to know that, you know, this journey 
is not supposed to be easy. Right. Like you're in a journey that is supposed to be full of bumps, full of highs, full of lows. And I want you to be encouraged to keep going. And so I would lean on, you know, join us in the co-working space, yeah. right? Like lean on your community to keep going in this journey and know that God is taking you and leading you through it all. So I'm proud of you, sis, bro. Yeah. Don't forget my bros, bro. We yeah. out you. We out you. So, um, do we have anything upcoming that we need to let the people know about? Like, well, anything? December 16th, we got happy hour. Say it again. December 16th, we got a happy One more hour. Time for the people in the December back. 16th, we got a happy hour. Okay. Christmas edition. Get your ugly Christmas sweaters ready. We don't ugly Christmas. Why you ain't tell me? Yeah, I got to tell you now so you can save for it. Because um, you know, bitch. Yeah. Can we, we ain't got no budget for me to have. Like, you keep asking for a budget. I'm sorry. I mean, guys. We ain't got Can no y'all budget. just put in the comments um, on this video, uh, audio, if y'all think I deserve it? Because Cody, like, y'all, if y'all tired of me seeing in these two black shirts, like, help me. That's crazy. But, okay, December 16th, tell me more. Yeah, happy hour, 11 Georgia, live we, podcast. It, it Live? Yes. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have drinks. We're going to be outside. We're going to be outside. You're going to have, you're going to be down some pounds. Yeah, I'm going to be fine. Br- listen, me, I'm going to be like, my goal by December is be by two twenty. So you dropping them pounds? Yeah. So now nah, I'll be more than that, but yeah. So it's gonna be the litter's night in the city. Yes. December sixteenth. We want all our coworkers. We want all our business owners. We yeah. gonna, uh, we gonna be doing interviews. We definitely gonna be doing interviews. We gonna be interviewing people, and the goal is for us to just connect and 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 yeah. And. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We are letting the coworkers come for free. Excuse me? We- <laughs> Y'all know I'm over the sales department. Excuse me? <laughs> the coworkers getting in free. What the hell is a coworker? Define what a coworker is to me. Everybody that listens to the podcast, they're going to be able to get in free. Are these subscribers? Are these subscribe? As long as you subscribe to the podcast and you can show the person at the door that you subscribe, you can get a free ticket. You can get in. It's up. It's up. We, Bruh, if y'all don't come December 16th in yeah. Atlanta, Georgia to a live taping of the Ghetto CEO Monday meeting, you lame it for? Nah, bitch. That's, uh, I don't need nothing else. You, you done gave me what I need. I just got one last question for you. What? Girl, what around with CEO? G-H-E. T-T-O. Bye, y'all.